smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. What's growing on? What's growing on, man? Wake and bake, Scotty. What's up, tree lungs, weed lungs? Sorry, those yeah. look like tree, tree weeds. I yeah. could say that. I like that octopus there, man. Nothing phallic about that octopus, man. Nothing. There's, I don't see anything phallic in it. I'm a pretty phallic forward thinking dude, but I think we're good here. I don't know. You are a phallic forward thinking dude. Yes, you are, man. (laughs) Yes, you are. I was going to tell you, we always start off with a good little warm up here. Phallic forward. Does that mean your penis is always forward whenever you're looking? You're phallic forward, dude. (laughs) I think that would make sense anyway for most guys. Phallic Um, forward, bro. You know how they say a picture's worth a thousand words, right? So, you know, I was. I don't want to see that picture, bro. No, this picture here, I was snowboarding this past, nightboarding this past Friday, and I'm walking up to the lift and I see this sign. And if you people listening, it just says, caution, slippery surface shows like the guy slipping. And it's a sign, a yellow caution sign, and it's pounded down into the snow. So I'm like, hmm. What happens is like, by definition, you wouldn't be able to snowboard unless the snow was slippery. I just wonder if that's like they got the new, um, like whatever risk reduction. What what's a person called? Tries to save you money when the yeah, guys. it's true. It's true. Let's go around and here. It just covers your basis so you don't get sued. What do you mean? I'm if betting it, if there is a big patch of ice there. If there's just tons of ice, like I, we'll have ice over here, and I almost want to tell people like midnight the night before. Come when you come back to uh, come to the bakery tomorrow morning. Please be careful. Dude, I've eaten it half a dozen times this year on ice, man. So <laughs> I guess that, uh, yeah, yeah, that is covered. All the talk. This right? is an old school resort called Sasquatch. So I think the guys are just having some fun. I'm going to talk to somebody working there next time. Like, you guys just do this so you could laugh at people, right? Or, I think or it looks like he's, he's almost snowboarding, right? He actually, looks like <laughs> it does. skateboarding, right? <laughs> anyway, guys, we're waking in a bacon today. We're going to talk about Canvas News, Culture, and Entertainment. Should have said that before. Show rundown today. We're going to discuss a little bit about uh, what do you want your kids to do when they grow up if you got them, you know? And uh, Yeah. Yeah, you want them to grow weed, bro? It's pretty, it's, yeah, I was thinking about this. Don't tune out if you don't have kids. You know, bullshit a little about how are you influenced into your first real jobs. I don't know what constitutes... Of your first real job like it means you got to show up or no you get a paycheck you get like a, a real paycheck man you know like you're not getting paid my, my like my dad was like yep go clean the van when i'm 10 years old i'll give you a buck an hour i got <laughs> shit you. like that man <laughs> i remember dad right, worked like 16 hours with him one day and he gave me a 20 i was like nine <laughs> years old you know he's just busting my you know whatever and uh, i was like look mom i made 20 bucks today and i was gone from like 7 to 11 at night she's like fuck that man you pay him more <laughs> times have changed my son's got some odd and end jobs in the neighborhood we'll just say and the going rate's 20 an hour so uh yeah, that but- is the going rate for just about anything these days i think mcdonald's you get 20 an hour in the news, report out of normal legal marijuana industry employs over 428,000 full-time workers. What? Which is badass. Yeah, we'll break down the statistic there for you. I can compare it to some other industries. There's close to a half a million people working in the cannabis industry. That is a well, lot of people, man. Wait, I didn't wait, expect wait, that. Hold on. That's working in the legal cannabis industry. It's more than that, actually, in like the toll cannabis industry. So yeah, that's true, man. 
I see how you like to round up. I'm not going to trust you. Like when we're out, uh, you're trying to 428,000, you took to close to half a million people. You're supposed to round down. You're supposed to say close to 400,000. No, what's more relatable. If I say there's 330 million people and ha- and uh, there's half a million people, that's one out of every 660, right? Do that with 400,000. Tell me how I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. But it is, it's one and out of six, every 600. And, okay, I'm going to round down again. I'll do this for you. One out of every 650 people is employed in the legal cannabis industry. I guess that makes <laughs> sense. 42% of Tennessee hemp crops test over THC threshold. Wow, that's almost 50% of the Tennessee hemp crop. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> this is just interesting because, man, it's like they set them up to fail here. And you kind of wonder what's really going on with the whole rescheduling and all that is who do they really want to succeed in this hemp business? All right. Let's get into it. Before we hop into the show, pack your bowls, roll up a joint, spliff backwards, if you may. I don't know. Uh, but do I think this could leave a mark. If I threw this at you, it'd leave a mark, bro. This is a joint. Dudegrows.com forward slash support. Hop on over there. Check out the new rower hookup, guys. We're looking up three pulse ones this month. So one, two, three chances to Can win. Can I enter, man? Can I enter to win one of these, bro? You don't want to enter to win one of these, Scotty. You want to enter, enter to win the pulse pro. A pulse pro. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, that post, you just comment on the post, guys, over on the grower hookup. You're entered to win at the end of March. What is there, 31 days in March? 30? The last day in March, as long as it's not the weekend. Tell you what, uh, that end of February snuck up on me, man. Is March for when is the official spring? Because it seems like they just turned a switch here. All of a sudden, all the snow is melting. It's 70 degrees out. Yeah, I'm into it, dude. Uh, also, you guys, we've got the new show. Man, every Friday, we've man, we've probably done at least 15 or so, I think. Uh, the DGC happy hour, 420 happy hour. We're hooking up free seeds every show. You can listen live 420 Pacific time on Discord, or you can go hook up on the listen on the when we repost. We repost on Mondays over on Patreon for you to check it out. You can download all those episodes. Uh, it's great grower content. We're bullshit about all kinds of stuff. And you get to ask questions and have a good time and hang out just like you were at TJ Fridays at three o'clock on Friday. Okay. Is that what it hey, is, man? No, I don't way, know. <laughs> man. They don't let you smoke inside TGA Fridays, and I don't have good tato skins. So. Now, yeah. occasionally, if you're at the right hibachi restaurant, though, they'll let you Ooh. take dabs off the table late night at the restaurant. <laughs> they sure will, man. Those guys are shout out to High. The guy's name is High. What can you do? And DDC producers, if you still haven't gotten your sticker pack, feel free to hit me up over there on Patreon. Send me ideas, send me news stories, help me produce the show and get the free hookups, free seeds from Seeds Here Now. Shout out seedsherenow.com. Scotty's got the deals on recharge and grow dots. All the information, dudegrows.com forward slash support. All right. So uh, let's take it into the show here, man. Dank Nug right off the bat. Oh, I remember I picked this one because it's got some badass color. Chernobyl cross with super skunk photo period from the bee's knees for 2020. (laughs) Posted by Logan K. Logan K four twenty twenty. Sounds like my phone number. These handles four two zero two four zero. Man. So she was the most colorful cultivar in the group. She had a mouth watering fruity aroma, a bit of skunk. She was very easy to grow and stayed short and stocky. We cloned this one and reversed her with colloidal silver, creating S one seeds and multiple F one feminized crosses. Going, look at the color on this man. As Rasufa would say, bitch and fade. It is a bitch and fade. Why did he say that in the comments? Thank you. Yes, he did, man. Yes, he did. 
Uh, thanks in the comments. Twisty McJoins, Pack NW Dan, we brought and grow up, Serpent Turf. What's up, crew? Yes, man, it is a bitch and fade. And so if I let's see if I can do this, they liked it a lot. So they cloned it and reversed her with colloidal silver. I got to get the quick breakdown. What's reversing again with colloidal okay, silver? Man, giving me the feminine seed. All right, hang on. We're gonna we're gonna explain this one last time because you're gonna one last get time. It, man. Are you yes. ready, man? All right. So you have a female, and it's a clone you like a lot. You get some silver thiosulfate in the right concentration. You spray the plant with it. That makes that female plant make pollen. Make balls. That pollen only has the chromosomes in it that make females. For female. The female is what decides if something is a male or a female. The egg is either an X or a Y chromosome. Um, Got it. Uh, went, yes. Yeah. Egg is either X, X Y chromosome. Um, you make that female make male pollen. Or, well, I'm... It's okay. You take the female, you take the female, you you uh, hit it with the silver thiosulfate. It makes little pollen balls. You take those pollen balls and pollinate the same female with it back. And it, it's, it's fucked itself is basically what it is, man. So there's no chance. There's no uh, male chromosome in there anyway. There's no X chromosome anywhere. So it feminized. can't be a male. No Y. A Y, sorry. See, I just guessed on that 50-50, by the way. Trying to go through and do that really slow was hard. But right. You take take a female, hit it with silver thiosulfate. It makes her make pollen. Uh, that pollen only has an X chromosome. When that uh, gets, like, pollinates an egg that also only has an X chromosome, there's no chance for there to be a male at all. God, I don't know why. I like it, man. I want to check this strain out. Awesome colors. Uh, I like my cannabis to be as visually appealing as... Uh, you know, tasty and all types of other so, things. You so we check got, out albino monsteros as far as plants go. They're pretty cool. We got dude to know. Now he fully understands VPD and selfing. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm going to get deep on you. Uh, what are you medicating with today? What are you talking on there? You know what, man? I ran into one of an old friend, an old friend over at a party, over at the Way to Grow party. And I... Uh, he gifted me some of this rising sun, which I don't have any pictures of because uh, I think we smoked it all. <laughs> I have some in a joint. What would you think of it, Guru? Uh, super bomb. I also even put some of uh, Mikey's live ha live water hash on there. Right. Uh, and it was super tasty. It was a super, super tasty. It is Sunshine Daydream and Chem 4, producing an orangish green with a dust of yellow, trichome short and fuzzy, orange pistols, a lot of beta carophylline in this, man, with some pinene, some limoline, uh, not a lot of limonool in there. You don't, know? You, don't you just trust your hydro store a lot more when the employees that are working there grow weed that looks like this? Abs yeah, I absolutely <laughs> do, man. Hey, you know what, it's man? Just... Can I give him a little bit of love, man? Ben, uh, yeah. this is my buddy Ben over at Way to Grow, uh, Fort Collins Way to Grow. But he's a glass artist, man. He gifted me or blew me this beautiful, they call these hammers, right? These, no, these are spoons. Beautiful spoon. And I just started looking on his Instagram. What is that? Ben Wags, W-A-G-G-Z. It's beautiful, huh? Take a look at some of it. He does a lot of Sherlock's and whatnot. But look at the craftsmanship in this glass. I dig, man. I dig. I love the colors and everything, man. So shout out to you, Ben. Thank you for the gift and thank you for the delicious weed, buddy. <laughs> it would be bad, man. Like if he gave you some swag, you'd be like, would like just some not good at all. Would be kind of like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm taking, taking advice right? from them. Yeah, I know. The, <laughs> the way to grow has had the same crew there, the same guys. I think it's been a decade. I know some of them, Drew and Ben, been there a decade, man. Been a pretty amazing. Right on. I'm going to take it over to my platinum pink. Um, strong, strong, the platinum, platinum pink. It's what I got from the free market here. Uh, last show we recorded Grow Talk. I thought it was 2020. And like, it's definitely, it's I week. think it's also, I haven't smoked really any of it. You know, it's one of those things when you're bringing a new strain into your stable. And as far as like rotating around with, um, definitely a good hard hitter. I had a little uh, description on it. It's a uh, 80% Indica, 20% Stiva. And it's great. It's quads, dude. It's great. AA, AA, Scotty. Whoa, quads, baby quads. Yes, you got it. So, but man, good stuff. I have another few different samples. And on the backup, now that I have my orange gasm and strawberry starburst bagged up, pretty much cured up, um, the other weed that I had around is like now, like, I don't want it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. So I, <laughs> oh, I've got a lot of that around where it's great weed. Anybody else would love I'm actually going to bring it to the bakery for the gather. I'm sorry, to the hangar for the warehouse guys, uh, Kyle and Max, because I'm like, I have a pillow full, full of, like, was it uh, sour lime cookies? So it's, it's super stony weed. Great. It's just a little bit older now. It's probably two months old at this point, man. I can't even put a dent in it. <laughs> mm. good problems not problems good times good weed man having the freshies uh makes me like just lean towards those a little more okay let's go over to uh good comments here you pick these today i'll do yeah. uh a little narration here on drano drano says what's up dude hope all is well i was watching the wake and bake where y'all were talking about paying 50 on or 50 and eighth on the free market. So I was, yeah, I was saying, hey, it's 50 bucks for an eighth here on the free yes. market. And I thought um, that was expensive. Yes, it is expensive. That's what it was in the black market 20 years ago. He says, here in Illinois, it's 65 and eighth at the dispensary before tax. Oh. And eighth wow. after taxes around 85 to 90. Fall prohibition report for y'all. It sucks here and the flower is trash. Man, I do wonder about this industry. <clears throat> you know, it doesn't really need to. Is, is it necessary? We were doing so good with the free market, man. You know, we had a, we, you did need some connections because you had to worry, there was a lot of worry about getting caught. But man, I, I don't know. I just think without it, it, the free market, I think might be the way to go. If the guy's weed sucked, we didn't buy it from him again. That's it's always going to be there. They're not ever going to get rid of the free market. I mean, so you should always have that option, especially the more states that allow home grow. Um, you know, people would be like, whatever, you know, just recouping your costs for my nutrients, man. I got to pay for these lights. I got to, I got to sling a little here, just uh, in your, your sure. network of friends. There's going to be more of those smaller networks going on where one or two guys grows and they help out, you know, 10 people in their neighborhood or friends and friend circle. Yeah. But I mean, am I really for 800 bucks, you can get a two by four tent fully set up or grow it, grow whatever, a pound of weed a year from it. This is on 90, 85, $90 for an eighth. What is that? That's uh, $180, $360. What is that? 700 something bucks an ounce? That's fucking expensive, man. Uh, and then yeah, also, it's why I just I want to highlight the uh, return on investment for setting up your own whatever size tent you want, two by four up to five by five. Three months. Uh, yeah, the return on investment is a single harvest. Yep. And then that thing is already paid for itself. You've got enough weed to last you to your next harvest. 
And then you're only paying electricity costs from then on, and it's super cheap. And who's taking all this money for the eighty dollars rates, man? Is it the that's what I was just getting? Maybe you just don't like being the man sometimes because they sure as hell push prohibition down. They've made money on some people have made money on prohibition with putting people in prison. And then on the flip side now, some of the same people, maybe not all the same people making money on the taxation. Yes, money goes towards schools and infrastructure and some, I know it goes towards some good stuff. We've covered plenty of news stories, but also know there's some peeps making money on it that uh, really don't deserve to be, in my opinion. Definitely. So. And you know, when you can just, you know, so you, you get uh, $250 an ounce or something like that, and it costs you 60 bucks an ounce, and you take the rest of that money. I'm doing bad math today. Is that 190 bucks that you get to keep? And that money goes in your savings account, or it goes to take your kid to Elitch Gardens. I don't go to Disney World anymore. You know, whatever, to live a nicer life, man. That's... yeah. I just see so much benefit in that. I seen the free market just for me, man. I'm a perfect example of it, man. It took me from a guy that could barely afford to just run 10 lights and was living harvest to harvest to someone that was able to take that money and consistently reinvest it in a business until I was able to have some success. You know, I want that for all the all the growers out there. And I guess we're on a grow your own soapbox here. Also enables you to share. When you're spending that much on an eighth, you're holding it tight. And then when you when you grow your own, you're going to give away an eighth to somebody that you're not even sure maybe if they're going to enjoy or have a whole thing. But you're trying to get somebody else to help help them with cannabis in their life or just whatever recreationally enjoy it. So you're right. Ability to- do, you, do you remember like when Chronic first came in or we called Crippy first came in in the early 90s and it was like uh Reg Bud was out there as $50 or $60 an ounce. You would just roll joints and share them with anybody you wanted. It was no big deal. Uh, then the whatever Crip came in or the, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you call it. Crip. What did you call it? Crippy. I don't know what you call it. What, DC uh, Bud? No, that came later, man. But the stuff that was $25, $20 a gram, you know, just, you know, what do you, then it got down, I think, 50 and 100. But that stuff right there was much less social. You didn't want to go and just roll a big fat joint and hand it out and you don't give a shit if it comes back to you or not. And it did change the way people smoked, man. Yeah. yeah. When, when when that's the case, give me a socket and a cap to a two-liter soda bottle and I'm going to make a GB and it's probably the most efficient way. So it's, <laughs> That's what I mean, man. All of a sudden you're like doing like little oneies or you're not exactly rolling a fat joint and smoking it with everybody. Scraping the bowl. All right, what else do you find for comments here? You got these next two, Scotty? Oh, yeah, here you go, man. This is engine number 420. Nice. And it says, uh, and this was kind of, remember we were talking about the Socratic method mm-hmm. and asking questions until they either make sense or they don't. Uh, so engine number 420 says, good show, guys. And this whole show is basically a Socratic session. And he's right. <laughs> he is right. And we hang out, we you know, put a hypothesis out there and then we just kind of shoot holes in it. We just did it on the last grow talk with uh, how, how is guru's plants going to be affected negatively, negatively by growing into the light. We talked about it. We say, Oh, well it did before I seen it with HPS. Well, let's introduce some new evidence, man. HPS yeah. doesn't have, you know, this, uh, what was it? H I R is no, it's I R. IR is what's going to heat everything up from the HPS. So, but we introduced some new evidence. We all came to a conclusion that, hey, man, this does make sense. The Socratic method. Just the visual evidence, too, was, yeah, they're doing fine. Yep. Nice. Nice nice observation. Engine number 420. We got Dr. Chronic O saying, okay, okay, (laughs) I love the honesty. 
I love the honesty how Scotty is from Florida, but behaves like a Coloradan, but sounds like he spent his life in Venice Beach. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm from Florida, behaves like I'm from Colorado, and sounds like I'm from Venice Beach. Uh, I like that. I'll take it. I don't know. The Venice Beach, what does that mean? What do you sound like if you're from Venice Beach? I think like Jeff Spicoli, man. All I need is a cool buzz and some tasty waves, and I'm fine. All right, let's get into what's growing on here. I'm going to pack me a fresh... No, it's almost out of time. This is fairly strong, platinum pink. Uh, (laughs) This is strange for me, too. And uh, gets me here. Yeah, bring it. What do you want your kids to do when they grow up, man? I'm starting to think about it, man. My kids are getting there. My kids getting older to the point where... uh, yeah, I got to start advising on that stuff. And I see some, a lot of jobs, like that whole great resignation thing that's going on is because people just had a time to realize how bad their job sucked. And they're like, I don't want to go back, man. You know, <laughs> a lot of people have, you know, have jobs that are kind of miserable, man. That, a lot, that Office Space movie wasn't like created Mm. out of that was created from reality because at that time (laughs) cubicles were huge and they didn't realize that people went insane yet and yeah man you know but uh just just got me thinking man the thing now is big open work environments and i don't know if i like that either that's just very distracting that's what we have and then every now and again hi c or jeff will be like i can't fucking work in here I think it depends on, I mean, it's hard to say, you got to let, you know, your, your kid to a degree, you don't want to just guide them right into something too hard because sometimes you can be a lot of different things. You could be 10 different things in a lifetime and there's nothing wrong with that either. You can have success in a lot of different areas that you don't have to hone in exactly on one thing. We talked about before on the show, we don't like try not to waste time and money. Maybe that is something that's going to happen if you go to college. Uh, but um, yeah, it's a tough question, man, because I didn't like my, my parents didn't gear me into anything that right. I'm currently doing. Me neither. But I, yeah, no, mine did. My dad was always uh, did plumbing and air conditioning. Oh, come on. What's some of his quotes? How much is that? How much does a pound sell for? <laughs> when he caught me, man, he, just, he goes, what the fuck is this, man? He caught like a little weed grow in. I would say it's my closet, but I was living with him at the time. <laughs> This is one of those dads that never really came in your room. He's like, what the fuck is this, Scotty? And I said, but dad, it's $4,000 a pound. <laughs> and he just, that's the last time he ever yelled at me for growing weed, man. <laughs> but he actually, he had a great, once he met all my friends, he had a great uh, career because he was the hero. He was, my air conditioner is dead, man. Or my electricity mm, yeah. is fucked up, man. And, or I can't figure out how to get. You got the, a trusted guy that's super important. Yeah, yeah, it sure is, man. So, but it was fun. Just even though the lifestyle of being a, I guess that's a tradesman, but he was his own entrepreneur. He had, you know, he had his own truck and one man, one truck, and he would go out and just rack in some cash for the day, helping people. Some of them were terrible. Show up and the whole drain was backed up, and there's just poop all over the lawn. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm here to fix it for you." Like I'm fucking waiting in the van, dude. All right. So it's easy to say everybody. Uh, even if you don't have kids, you know, one of the sayings is like, you won't do something you're passionate about and you won't work a day in your life. Shit like that. You know, Hey, that's true. Hey, that's true. Cause I I think we're working right now. I'm not sure, but I think we're working. (laughs) You, you can't, um, I mean, that is, that's ideal. Of course, if you can do that. And I, you know, tell my kids that I remind them to myself that, 
if you have that ability to do what you're passionate about, but what you're passionate about doesn't always line up with what you need to make to pay the bills. Um, you know, coming from that's like my wife is in corporate world. She is not passionate at all about that shit. No. Zero passion, no. but, you know, makes decent money and is a driven person. But then when I push that, I think, well, we we still need other people to do these other mundane jobs for society to work. And some people just don't mind falling into robots. that role, which is OK. We're going to get them all replaced with robots sooner than later. man. So. <laughs> So everybody can do what they're passionate about and we just get paid. But yeah, mainly getting no, but, out there. What's up? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to give you an example. I told yeah, Rowdy, Rowdy Rick was hanging out <clears throat> and he comes in and uh, I said, hey, this is what we're going to be talking about on the show. And he goes, oh, yeah, you know, my kid is a senior in high school. And he goes, you know, he's uh, uh, going in the Air Force, right? And I'm like, no, I didn't know that. And he's going in to be a jet mechanic. It's going to learn how to work on, you know, an air airplane mechanic, an aircraft mechanic, sir. And that's a great fucking field. And there'll be robots doing that shit soon. The dad, you know, Rick was an attentive enough dad <clears throat> to see what his son was interested in. I mean, I remember he bought him a welder for Christmas last year, you know, a couple of years ago. Like, yeah. So he, he's attentive enough to steer him in the right direction, being like, hey, look. I think this would be a really good move for you. And that's, I, I think that's what the parenting is all about. Not to just shove them in and be like, you know, you're going to be, a, you know, Rick's a carpenter. I'm sure yeah. just, just like my dad, he could have been like, you're working with me. You're going to be a carpenter. My dad was a carpenter, but it's, it's pretty cool. I like your comment here. Remember when your parents just wanted you to be a doctor or a lawyer, just oh. to curry, oh, or just whatever, you know, steer them into big money jobs. Remember and that? It was, yeah. What, what do you want to be when you grow up? And if you were like, you would just be like, oh, my mom wants me to be a doctor or a lawyer. And dude, think about how fucked up that is. Cause how many lawyers did we get out of that? It, and it just, dude. Uh, you think too many? I just want to oh say, I was going to say they poison the world, man. Like, <laughs> dude, I have, I've been selling recharge since, since what, 2014. Some guy tried to jump on the trademark on to, for, on recharge in 2019. He tried to trademark it and they're like, no, you can't do that. And so just to be a pain in the ass, him and his lawyers just sit there and continue to throw. It's probably not money. He probably is a lawyer that bought that, uh, that, that is doing this, but just continues to throw shade to where I have to pay lawyers on top of lawyers on top of lawyers, just hundreds of dollars to write a letter, $300 to make a phone call. And you're like, it's so crazy. Like, it's so obvious. They're like, no, you have to prove that you've been using recharge since before 2019. I'm like, well, you just gotta Google it, man. You know, just go yeah. to the Amazon. Yeah. But it's just amazing, man, how uh the lawyers are really fucking up the uh society, I will say. They're just positioned here and there everywhere just to get a little bit of money along the way. And then you need them though. And then you're like, fuck, somebody's trying to steal my recharge name. I gotta go get a lawyer. <laughs> I got me a good lawyer. You're gonna love my lawyer. <laughs> So moving moving along here, where uh, yeah, where are you at? You're, I'm letting you lead the uh, the uh, conversation. The I was trying to think about this. I was actually just sitting there drinking coffee this morning, thinking about. I'm like, dude, I don't really have a good answer for this, but it would be something where she was able to help other people, and it Ooh, doesn't. I know that rewarding. sounds. 
Yeah, and I know that sounds goofy. It might be your wife at the rental car agency feeling really good about helping people solve, you know, solve somebody's problem. Maybe it's a mental thing, you know, or maybe it's, uh, I don't know if I can say Guru's mom is in like the mental health field. And so she helps other people get their, make their lives better. Now, granted, I wouldn't want her to do that because, dude, that has got to take a piece of your soul every day, man. Just giving that much to people and, you know, that constantly. Uh, and especially so like in southwestern Virginia, there's a lot of uh, drug addiction. Yeah. I mean, it's got to like, take pieces of your soul. Man. Yeah. It's, it's gotta I've hard. tried to watch Dope Sick. I was like, hey, here's a show that's only eight hours long. Like I can do the whole thing in eight <laughs> hours. I can be like, I watched a whole show, of dope, you know, a whole series of Dope Sick. I'm at like episode six and I just want to cry. Like, I'm like, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to do this anymore, man. Yeah, so that's not crazy. good. Yeah, it just takes your soul, man. So I don't want her to do anything that that takes her soul. I was just hanging out and Guru was explaining cameras to High C. And he was just showing that cameras are extraordinarily complicated and lenses and whatnot. And he was giving, you know, he was enriching High C. He was saying, hey, man, here's some information that you can use to make your life better, to make better decisions. And it didn't steal his soul. They actually both got enrichment out of it, you know, so something like that. If I, if my kid was going to do something, I would try to direct or something like some, some, something that offers something like that. I, I agree. I'm mainly not pushing my kid, but enabling. I'm an enabler for Good. anything at all that he wants within means for, you know, mountain biking, you know, type. Click the link. I, hey, wait, wait. Just, I, I, before we get to the link, <laughs> right. I got you. What would you do if your son wanted to be a professional video game player? That that was like that is literally his dream. What would you do? Man, man, I just watch it. <laughs> I, 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 I know, uh, I presume, I don't Drew know, wins, but we're man. we're what is the average amount of time a professional video gamer sits All on their ass day. and looks at a screen? Eight, night, eight hours man. a day. But yep. a lot of people do unhealthy things for work for eight hours a day. And if you do the healthy things to con- How counteract your wife that, sit on her not butt? working, then like I yeah. think it like if he is what's the difference if he between... wins the Fortnite World Cup and is a millionaire from it like <laughs> are you are you mad and what's the difference you if you if your wife sitting behind or somebody else in a corporate job sitting behind a desk all day playing the world's shittiest video game for eight hours a day and he gets to do something he loves doing yeah, it and enjoys you know? doing it and get paid to do it like he can't be playing bad. the rental car simulator video game man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to, to each their own and it is more important what you're doing outside of those eight hours if it's something like that where you're you in front are, of a screen or or not in reality but what's that you didn't answer my question um you have when you're a parent it has to be acceptable because otherwise you're just going to put yourself into a shitty situation and not have as good a relationship as being a supporting father okay um i got but- you this gaming chair son <laughs> or there definitely, I know uh, something else people out here can relate, uh, especially if you're around my age, your parents not thinking that getting into the weed industry is like an actual career path uh, or that you can make something of yourself right. in that industry, that you're just going to end up some like stoner sitting on a couch getting high all day, right. like, can't pay the bills. So like, you just got to break stereotypes and, and do that and be successful in what you want to do and what makes you happy. By the way, it is true, man. Like at the bamboo nursery, it is great. I mean, I don't do it. You know, I don't hand the plants to people anymore. 
but nice guy Kenny does. When they come over, <clears throat> they ask, then you have a problem, you solve it. You give them some advice, you hook them up with some plants. There is a great relationship there too. That that's, you know, doing something with plants or, you know, selling, you know, that kind of thing, man. Wow. That's a, uh, and you know, no matter what happens with computers and robots, people are still going to need to be around plant life. Sometimes I just simplify it all the way down to be like, uh, just try to work outside if you can. You know, there's a lot of jobs like just try, try and not be stuck inside all the time. We'll have to work. It'll be more pleasurable. That was when I see in here, you're asking, like, how are you influenced into some of your first real jobs? That was for me. One was landscaping. I did tile walls and yep. retaining wall shit. Then I went into tree work, but it was all outside all the time. And that just makes for a better time. Um, did you think that was sustainable, though? I was in South Florida. And I was like, dude, there's a job at the shipyard, man. That's going to be cool. And they gave you like a little sandblasting thing. They put you in a suit and they were like, sandblast the side of this ship. <laughs> and it wasn't that cool. It was hot as fuck. And the people there were all there are Yes. There are some shitty outside jobs as well. Yeah. Um, it made me think I want to go back to college, man. You're making me miss that show, Dirty Jobs. Yeah, this was there. a rough one, man. This was a rough <laughs> one. Sounded cool. And no one wants their dad to be Marv Marinovich. I don't know if neither of you guys are sports guys, so I don't know if you know uh -uh. who I'm talking about. It was this dad who had been like a captain of the USC football team, but he, from the time his kid was like three years old, had him, he had had to run to school. He'd make him run beside the car while he drove to school with his kid. Next How long to him. ago was this? I think in like the early nineties. I know sure. this guy, this, man. This the kid ultimately, ended up yeah, getting to college, being a fairly successful college football player, Kent, made it to the pros. And when he got away from like the control that his dad had over him, he turned into a drug addict and uh, like fell off from sports and everything. But it was where. He didn't really want to be a professional athlete. His dad just from uh, like an age of three yeah. made, shaped him into one and made him because his dad wanted him to be one. Well, that's Tiger Woods, man. That's also Tiger Woods. He, well, although, was a lot more successful at the professional level, although he had some personal problems. Um, Marv Marinovich's kid ended up like. Oh, shit. Is that my boy? Forced him on the bike at six. He, he made it onto uh, Sports Illustrated, the cover of Sports Illustrated when he came out. And they were like the ultimate athlete, you know, born to, you know, it was like the yep. Ivan Drago from exactly Rocky. Exactly you know? you're talking about. All right, do me a favor. Like I said, Brian Deegan's kid, right? Danger Boy Deegan. I hope he really named him that. This kid's <laughs> eight. Nice. Oh, Brian Deegan's a madman. Come on, man. You would send your kid. My wife would fucking kill me. That kid just did a triple. Watch this, dude. Watch this. This motherfucker sends it. He's like, yo, I got my 80. He just launched at least 50, 60 feet, bro. That's nice. I know you got your kid doing backflips and whatnot, right? Um, that's a, a, a tip. Yeah, if you're going to be a parent someday or you are and you have younger kids and you're into a hobby as an adult, if you can get your kids into the same hobby, I mean, like, yeah, my, like, for example, my son's going to go to a camp at Whistler this summer for six days, which means I get to go to camp at Whistler for six right. days. So it can backfire, though, man. You can't. I got my kid biking at six. And the first year was definitely love and hate. Screw this. This is hard. This is bullshit. Um, but he stuck with it. But, yeah, you don't want to be obviously, too. You want to give people a lot of uh, options to where they want to go with things, uh, sports-wise or whatever. You are right, though. You do have to teach them. <clears throat> it's not, like, natural 
and intuitive to push past the the hard to push past the hard parts, you know, to get good at biking or skateboarding specifically, man. It takes a long time and a lot of practice to get good at skateboarding, but I think it's good for your mental state, you know, to be able to just you have to practice things hundreds and hundreds of times to get you know, it moves down or whatever you want to say. I agree. I agree. Muscle memory, man. Shit like that. It's the mainly thing when people say they're doing crazy shit. It's like, actually, they practiced a lot. A I mean, lot. yeah, it's There's... hard to teach people that, that it takes so much practice to actually get good at something. Like, you know? that's one. Shout out to my dad. Got me playing guitar at a really, really yeah, young age. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've no, just noticed in one, playing video games, it has helped a lot in, like, dexterity and able to do what I want with my hands. <laughs> as far as, like, fly fishing, I can tie knots when my hands are freezing cold yep. uh, fairly accurately. Um pretty good shot most of the time and yep. like that's all hand and muscle control so yeah my dad taught me it, the just playing guitar from an early age mm -hmm. had such a turn-on effect for a lot of other things i enjoy doing in my life so yeah i think about my dad taught me at a very young age how to climb a ladder with no hands with a freon can and a acetylene torch man all right the good old days should we move on to the news here how you living I'm living, man. I'm living, sir. Having a good... I'm going to have to light this other half of the joint. It is good when you get strange weed. A little strange. <laughs> it's funny. I sit here and, uh, yeah, when, when I get a little... I'm not going to say too high doing the show. I'll start to self-analyze the show while I'm doing it. I'm like, Ooh, is this going to be... Is this going good? Right? Is this a good show? What's going on? I'm like, shut up, dude. Do the show and hang out. <laughs> <a> good time. <laughs> is uh, still talking? I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> All right, we got the news coming up. Pros list is where I want to take it. Dudegrows.com forward slash pros. Go over there. Vote with your dollars for your grow. Lots of pros. Um, I've been hooking up on some Hanover. Actually, I got to get a hold of Hanover. And I'm going to see if they can send me some CBD pre-rolls here, uh, helping out a couple people actually in the neighborhood that are wanting to quit smoking and seeing my wife smoking on CBD pre-rolls. And she'll do one-to-ones. But if it's like during the workday, I'm like, you trust right. me. You can do this. You can smoke CBD during the workday and still like, be yourself and be good at what you're doing. Just sort yeah, of super just paranoid about it. She's corporate as fuck, man. <laughs> I'll let her know. I'll let her know. She is not. I mean that her company is. The, the company she works for is corporate as fuck. She is all good, man. So the same person uh, over, she was since before she worked at the uh, rental car dealership, dude. Dudegrows.com forward slash pros. All the coupon codes. We got Horticulture Lighting Group, DynaVap, shout out AC Infinity. Go check out all the codes and the navigation right on the homepage if you forget where to go. In the news, uh, report legal marijuana industry employs over 428,000 full time employees. Let's give Holy some. Uh, <laughs> uh, as far as the latest report, the cannabis, industry create, the cannabis industry created an average of 280 new jobs per day. Whoa, per day in 2021. That represents a 33% year over year increase, and it marks the fifth year in a row annual job growth greater than 27%. That's awesome. Um, in comparing to other industries here, where do they find the good? Oh, yeah. And the eight years since the nation's first adult use cannabis stores opened, the industry has created hundreds of thousands of American jobs. Got that. There are more people employed in the cannabis industry than there are hairstylists, barbers, cosmetologists combined. So, and there's still plenty yet to be created, which is great, man. We need, uh, 
this type of in the cannabis industry. Wait, hairstylists, barbers, and cosmetologists. And I really, those? really just want to point out, but I, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> um, but th this is just legal camp people that are employed by the cannabis industry. There's a whole free market out there that isn't in this tracking data. So like it's way bigger than they think. Yeah. It's probably where they're getting this 1.5 to 1.75 million uh, number. And is this is this the legal cannabis market is basically <laughs> a third of the total cannabis market. It's kind of what I'm taking from this. And, but is this taking into account the the guys that work at Way to Grow and how many fucking 150 I, I, grow generation stores no, there I, are I because of the cannabis industry? Directly tied to the legal cannabis industry. I don't think this is counting grow stores at right. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't so. say what it was how it actually count and stuff but and shout out to normal.org guys head on over there check out what's going on in the news around you see if you can get involved in any what do i call it legalization legislation going on in your community city or township and Oosh. if you need a good lawyer for a cannabis charge normal is going to be where you're going to go and, and check out the lawyers that are available in your area that scroll are down man find the guy with the cool hat man Lenny Freiling, man, all right? Lenny Freiling <laughs> is my Colorado criminal defense lawyer. That's the motherfucker you want walking into court, man, with a hat and a bow tie. Yep. Hello, Your Honor. About to fry the jury. And don't forget, it is okay, man. It is an investment worthwhile, depending on what your business model is, to go consult with one of these attorneys. Just spend a minute with them. Maybe act like, hey, look, this is what I plan on doing. Um, this is what I have on my record. Like, what's worst case scenario, you know? And, uh, and then maybe I should have you on retainer, too. I'm going to so. give you $10,000 to hold for me, okay? No, not case, that man. much. No. <laughs> Dude, I fucking, some lawyers, it's the first thing they ask for is $10,000, man. Retainer. <laughs> I don't think there's much less than five grand for a retainer for a lawyer. Interesting. That like just means that they're going to pick up. Lawyer. They're going to pick up and help you out when you need them. That's all that means. Yeah, that is exactly what it means, man. Uh, all cool. right, moving to the next story. You found out at gondrepreneur.com, 42% of Tennessee's hemp crops test over the THC threshold, which is what, 0.3? Yeah, 0.3. USDA's 0.3% limit. Crops yeah. must be destroyed. Yeah, man, this is like, seems like it's setting everybody up to fail. You know, you've got, uh, when you extract, when you get something, if it's 23%, CBD and 1% will even go triple. You know, it's 0.3 is the, the limit, but say it's 1% THC. Can't you, isn't that what distillation is all about? Can't you distill just the THC off? So like theoretically, yes, you could do that. Um, and just make, make a bulk distillate, separate out your different fractions. One will have all the THC in it. You can keep the other cannabinoids in another one. That could work. Um, but legally, they're not allowed to do that. They have to destroy the crop. If it goes, so if it, and it's really at any point during its processing that it goes over 0.3% THC, it has to be destroyed. Yeah, so and it's they're busting fucked. They balls, can't even man. turn, they gotta burn it. They can't even turn it into like, uh, or uh, bury it and compost it. They can't even turn it into uh, like construction materials uh, or use it for the fiber at all. Doesn't this seem like one of those things where, okay, you know what? Let the, you want to make hemp legal, go for it. Let the little guys fail, you know, toil for five years. Uh, they'll figure everything out. Then big business will come on in after all the, because they're just setting these guys up to fail. What if it's, it's, a straight straight up, it's a straight up mirror of the legal cannabis industry too, like what it did. I don't That's, agree with the terrible. rule. And it's a very sad day. It says here at Nashland Farms, 
in Tennessee, I don't know if they're at a saturation point or give us a prohibition port. If there's technically too many hemp farmers, like it's flooding the market. But what I, I what I do know is I do believe that there are many farmers that can pull off harvesting successful crop after crop at below the 0.3 threshold. And it genetics definitely play a role in that. Could this be the marketplace thinning itself out a little bit instead of your saying conspiracy theory, like they want to get rid it's of these little guys? Rule. Why, why should I, I think it is a shitty three. rule. I agree. If you can separate it out. Why should you have that rule? Um, I, I agree. And well, of course, because Denise Woods, hemp program coordinator of the Tennessee Department of Agriculture, says the agency was trying to help farmers, include, including allowing for some remediation. But Scotty, the agency's hands are tied by federal law. I understand. I do. Understand I don't. That. I don't. Denise yeah, you Woods. Can't, you no, you can't just, just it, she's stuck, man. The federal law says that in the, what is the farm bill, the 2018 farm bill says that, no. you know, hemp is considered anything below 0.3 THC. They wrote a, you know, I guess, I don't, I don't mind that. Just, I don't mind. I think that. if I was Denise Woods, I, I would I send it in that. for retesting and it would all come back at 2.9. Yep. That's well, what we're talking it's about. 0.3. Point three. <laughs> oh, know, sorry. 0.29. Got it. But it just sucks that all these people, this takes a lot of work. We hung out with Ag Oh, yeah, for sure. Year. It's heartbreaking. Well, and, and especially on something that there's no potential for any type of catastrophic crop insurance on, where exactly. like there's a situation where you have to destroy everything or yeah. a storm comes in and destroys everything. Normally, They're not eligible for any of that. So it's uh, completely a, a big risk doing a big hemp grow like that. The government usually looks out for, I mean, I don't want to get in trouble for saying this, but the American farmers, at least with some cheap insurance as to where I don't, I pay a hundred dollars a year for 50% replacement crop insurance. But, uh, so yeah, there, there's some stuff like that that's looking out for almost every crop except for cannabis, man. Cannabis, you're fucking on your own, brother. Finances in the past three years, Tennessee has lost about 3,000 hemp producers, which fell from 4,000 statewide to just over 1,000, uh, they indicated that many of the hemp growers who stopped did so because they weren't committed to trying to keep their crop under the 0.3 threshold. Yeah, that's mean, rough. So like part of that, I, I understand, and that is rough. There are a lot of people growing hemp below the 0.3% threshold successfully using proven strains that don't cross that threshold right that are extremely heavy in other cannabinoids in there cbd thcv cbg um so like that is an option i do think part of this is just uh like the economies of this there is a thinning of the herd when there's a green rush and everyone rushes to start growing something right and then like it's just natural economics that happen where like some people are going to one be able to meet this this threshold that is a hard limit for them that like if you want to do this you have to be below that. Um, it sucks that it's an arbitrary number set up by the government that they just pulled out of their <laughs> hat. But it's well, something you have to follow, especially when you don't have catastrophic crop insurance or something like that. Point is, it's a very much a thinning of the herd. You're right. And it's, I mean, look at Oregon. It was uh, the same thing when they went legal. Right. Uh, you could get a license pretty easily. Uh, they gave out way too many of them. A ton of people went out of business because they couldn't compete sure. with people with economies. It was like a way to give it to big business without just upfront being like, yeah, big business. You just make a situation where the only people that can compete long term 
are bigger companies that are do, it, producing everything for less. It was like they crowdsourced their R&D, though. Big business just crowdsourced their R&D. People built machines. You know how American ingenuity yeah, wait is. Till, wait till all the SOPs are concrete and like you know that they work and then pull the trigger on stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. They got the strains. They're like, okay, here's the strains that, that they've been working on for the last five or seven years, whatever it is. Here's the machines that they've been building to harvest. And uh, yeah, sure. Now we'll take that stuff and go. Well, uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Hopefully those rules will change soon. But I say that about a lot of things with federal rules. Hopefully they'll change soon. Sometimes I think rules are meant to be broken. <laughs> hey, dude, I just got one that I had to put on. Scroll the uh, little news feed every day. And Guru, check this out, man. This is, this is the last thing I want to fucking see when my dog's barking about something under the deck. Do you see what that is, dude? Is that a stuck mountain lion? Is a mountain lion stuck under like the what do they call the footers? Is yeah, what they the call them? Floor. I don't know what the beams, man. The floor beams. Maybe. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. You always but say. Come on, typical. that's a. It's insane. I'd be scared shitless. <laughs> He's totally alive, or she's totally alive. Yes, most definitely. I think it's uh, your lucky, lucky day if you get to see a wild cat while out in the wild, as long as you're, uh, you know. What? It's Good stuck time. under your house. Lucky day. <laughs> the fuck are you going to... What do you do with that? I mean, you thank God. That's when you're like, I'll pay my taxes. I'm calling animal control. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you, you go. Know? Jesus, hmm. man. Let's take it over the memes here today, man. You got some... Uh, there must be some good ones here. I see five memes. Let's check these babies out. Oh, this is, this is just kind of interesting. I don't know if this is a meme or just is this by Big Down Unders. And this is Deep Fake Dude. And it says, Scotty recently talked about CGI and deep fakes. Well, it's right here. There are deep fake apps on all major platforms. Hope everyone finds this funny because there's Here's more to come. There's a shawarma. <laughs> they, they put your, they, 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 <laughs> that's pretty weird, man, right? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking weird, bro. I'm oh. freaked out, man. I'm freaked out. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks, man. That's shit. a good one. This is one I'll have to save uh, and uh, surprise the wife and fam and be like, check out this video, guys. <laughs> What's up? Good thanks, hair and makeup. Hair and makeup. That's what it's all about. Big down on it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, this is just... Uh, this is as, as political as we'll get. It's by Yoham Groan. Yoham Groan. And it says world peace. And it says how to start world peace. And it's like one of them big B-52 bombers just dropping big buds, man. It says command. This is Bud Force One. I've reached the target area. It says Bud Force One is command. Let's <laughs> see some clouds. I wonder what the terminal velocity of a bud is falling out of an airplane. Like about 30, the same, man. Same as anything else. Uh, no, no, that's I not mean, how that works. Damn, kind of. It almost <laughs> does, right? Doesn't everything fall at the same? No, speed? no. Everything accelerates at uh, the with gravity. Right. You also have to factor in wind resistance. Terminal velocity is where that's yeah, wind resistance and right. gravity intersect, okay. and like it balances out with each other. I was just doing I have a very aerodynamic here, nug dropping. Mm. All right, awesome, man, awesome. Another bag seat Betty coming in. Betty's fucking got some <laughs> legs, yo. Is it Cletus T. Buds? And it's bag seat Betty just laughing. All kind of an evil laugh. After <laughs> transplanting her males outside. Big fat joint. 
That is uh-huh. awesome. All right. That is fucking <laughs> hilarious. These memes have been so good. Uh, dude gets, you know, I'm supposed to be limiting myself to three, but I can't <laughs> help it, dude. But thank you. If you, if I miss some of your memes, I apologize. They are absolutely appreciated though. Come on. We got one or two more. Yeah, man. Does this look like you, dude? <laughs> but it says look like dudes, right? I don't know what that means, but Weaver Mountain Grow. Oh, this is me. Weaver Mountain Grow up. Oh, it looks like dude, right? I get it, man. I could read. Stone half a show. But it's just, who is that, man? Is that Game of Thrones? Guru? That's Game of Thrones, Eddard Stark. And it's the dude trying to talk. Man, I can't get it. I need like a. That, it's saying that that's like the that. dude's trying to talk face. Yes. When Scottus interrupt us. I got it. I, <laughs> I actually think some got people it. have called out some specific points on that for sure yeah yeah it's the delay <laughs> god damn it it's the delay sure sure it is one more here <laughs> <laughs> caught in the middle by let's go brandon and this is fucking hilarious it's dumb and dumber <laughs> <laughs> wow i get it man <laughs> Uh, and then the dude's in the middle, man. He's going to go nuts. Uh, dude, how Guru must feel in some DGC shows. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. I'll oh, take it. Man. All right. We got some man. social media. Don't forget, if you guys had a good time today, dudegrows.com forward slash support. If you fill your day up with a couple chuckles, uh, what'd you find? I've not looked at the social media yet today. I, will, I caught uh, this one, man. Okay. Yeah, just look. It's Shaq at a rave. What, what the fuck is happening, man? I feel bad for the people behind him. I know, but shit. just it's got to be weird, man. You're just kind of hanging out, and Shaq just shows up next to you, man. It's, just, <laughs> it's weird. Look how big he is compared to everybody to else. Huge. Man. That has got to be yep. just strange. Broken life more like that, more man, NBA man. regulation rims and backboards than <gasps> anyone. Oh, big Jesus! You think that guy can hang on a backboard? Here and then check this out. This is just badass, dude. Check out the next one. You'll like this one. Oh, all right. Dude. We got dude surfing in avalanche here. This is so fucked up, man. Because seriously, this is like oh, super deadly, man. Super deadly. Like that's like a near death experience right there. That's scary as fuck. It does a big slide too. Yeah, it wasn't just, a little slide. Just any means. Gotcha. He just just powers through it. Like, you can tell that guy has big wave surfing. He is surfing because, like, That is what that, that is. looks like big wave surfing. Like, oh if you didn't God. know that was snow, yeah. you'd be like, oh, is he big wave surfing? Yeah, it sure did. But, I don't know. That's, I'm glad everybody's okay. You sure it's not Photoshop? I don't know. 100%. Oh, don't you want to believe sometimes? I mean, this what can we believe anymore, Scotty? What can we believe? Only what you want, brother. Can't believe there's. I can believe what I so far. I can believe what's in front of me in the real world so far. I think. Uh, let's take it over to some shout outs to these DGC producers making the show happen. Scotty, must start it off with Florida Man Grows and Dank Bank. What's up? Nice. Blue Ridge Mountain Two Grower. Is it Two Grower Man or just Blue Ridge Mountain Grower? Thank you. And Grower Scrog. Hey, what's up, Christian? Yeah, just Dave, you know. Dave? <laughs> Michigan Matt, how you doing, buddy? Let's chat. Hey, Michigan Matt's coming on the show on Thursday. Gonna explain some, you know, something to us, man. 
<laughs> Green Thumb Cody and Misty Grower. What's up? Oh, no, Soup the Gardener. Oh, oh is yeah. it growing? Soup the Gardener and Frosty McNuggets. Yum, 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 yum. Stony Bologna and Mr. Grow It himself. Wow. Thank you, y'all. Appreciate it. Stay higher, my friends. Until next time, we be coming at you. All right. Take it easy. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss man says to take a little break, let me 